Greater things God has prepared for us. Are you prepared to receive the word of God? Please close your eyes right now. Beloved Father, we thank you for all the miracles you are performing. You have been a great God, a powerful God. We have seen, Lord, many miracles. You are working. And we are going to thank you for what you have done and what we, you will do, Lord. And I pray, Lord, for every one of us speaking to our hearts right now. Lord, that not be my words, but now your words. You, Lord, that your heart can be open today. And your word can come over everyone who is listening to me in this church and those who listen to me through the internet. And I bless all of them and we receive this word from you. And we are going to accept your calling for greater things, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We are in the third message of this series, Greater Things. Amen. How many of you have been blessed by this series? Amen. How many of you? Yeah. Glory to God. Yes. I have been so blessed myself. And I have been challenged. As I told you before, uh, I don't know how are you feeling. How is your heart? I need to confess to you, my heart is in fire. Wow, yes, it's in fire. Something happened in my heart these last days. And God has spoke to me many things. This is what I am sharing to you today. And I am sharing this for these past weeks. And I am, I am very happy and with great expectation for the future. I am with great expectation for the next month. And about you? Yeah? I am with great expectation for the next year. <laughs> because God has greater things for us. And you need to have this expectation. If not, you're going to miss what God has for your life. And this series is based on this tremendous declaration of Jesus in the book of John 14, verse 12. Let's read all together. I tell you the truth. Sorry, it's not there, but I'm going to read to you. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done. And even... Greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. God has greater things, my beloved, for those who love Him. What did I say? Please, please, when you when you believe in what I said, say Amen. Amen. If you don't say Amen. I believe that you are not believing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't just say, Amen, Lord. I agree with that. And when you agree with what I am saying, then God will perform your life. Amen. Because living a basic life is not for us. I do not want to live a simple life, mediocre life. I want to live the plans of God for my life. Amen. And how about you? <laughs> and Jesus said, if you believe in him, greater things are waiting for you. Amen. Amen. Look to the person next to you and say, say greater things are waiting for you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Today's word is... Greater things have a price. <laughs> How much of you knew that and know that greater things always have a price? Yeah. Last week, we saw that God called Elisha 
a simple man, a farmer, to live a greater life, better and supernatural life. Did you remember? Yeah? He called that farmer and he lived a supernatural life. Beloved brothers, when I look back my life, I was just one addicted young man. And God called me and said, Marcio, I have a greater life for you. And I said, Lord, here I am. You can count on me. How much of you would like to say, here I am, Lord? Yeah, just 20%. The rest of you, just mediocre life. Medium, basic life, right? How much of you would you like to have this great life? Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I want to read again this verse. These three verses, which contains tremendous revelation for us. First King 19. Verse 19 to 21. Please, let's read all together. So Elijah, Elijah went from there and found Elisha, son of Sophat. He was plowing the twelve yoke of oxen. And he himself was driving the twelve pair. Elijah went up to him and... Threw his mantle on him. Elisha then left his oxen and ran after Elijah. And said, let me kiss my father and my mother goodbye, he said. And then I will come with you. Go back, Elijah replied. What I have done to you? So Elisha left him and went back. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burned the plowing equipment to cook the meat and gave it to the people. And they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah and became his servant. Beloved brother, here we saw that as soon as Elisha heard God's calling, he went to said goodbye to his father and mother and returned and then burned the plowing equipment, cooked all the oxen and gave it to the people and went to following, to follow the, the calling of God. Elisha decided to abandon everything because of his calling. And this word speaks a lot about me and you, about your life. I believe that many of you have a calling. You were, you were chosen by God. I have said you were chosen by God. And God chose you. But being chosen by God is the result of your responses and decisions. Many people are called, but they don't answer God's calling. It's not God's calling that will determine your success in the ministry. But rather your response to the calling. Many people are called. But what they are doing, just sit it and do enough. If you want to live a greater life, you have to burn your clothes, kill your oxen, leave daddy and mommy, your family, and personal plans. Yeah? Who says amen for that? Say, no, to leave my mom? No, pastor. My plans? I have greater plans. I cannot follow you. Sorry. And, the, and I'm going to show you, my brothers, now in the Bible. 
about people who left everything to say yes to God. Please listen to me. If you say yes to God's calling, you never will repent. Never ever. If you say, yes, God, I'm going to follow you, I'm going to serve you, you never, you repent. But if you say no, I know, you are going to repent bitterly. Because you wasted your life. And I want to, to show now many people who listen to God. I'm going, we are going to read some Bible verses now. And I'm going to start with Abraham. Genesis 12, 1 to 3. If you have your Bible, you can open, you can follow me on the screen if it's there. Okay. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Get out of, get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you great nation. Or I have greater things for you. I will make you a greater nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Beloved brother, here you are going to see God goes to Abraham. And ask him, Abraham, do you want to live for something bigger? God asked to Abraham. And here I am here, I am here asking you. God is asking you, would you like to live for something bigger? Amen. Would you like to live for something greater? Amen. Then God said to Abraham, then leave your land. Leave your father's house, your people, your culture to a place that I will show you. Listen to me, beloved brothers. We have people from different nations, different nationalities, different places on the earth. And I am here to tell you, you are not here by chance. God brought you to this place to use you. God brought you not to give you a better life. Just... God has a plan for your life. You can be rich. You can go to a successful business life. But at the end of your life, you are going to regret for not do the will of God and not to fulfill God's calling. Amen. Because nowadays there are many people. They are Christian, but they are just falling their hearts. And they want to... To be successful on this earth. This is the truth. And one day you will regret. Abraham did not even know where to go. God said, Abraham, go, let's go. I'm going, uh, you are going to go to another land. Where God? I'm going to show you later. <laughs> Can you imagine? You are going, you don't know where to go. Yeah, this is how God works. And many people are called, but few choose to obey and pay the price. What did I say to you? Many people are called, but few, only few people choose to obey and to pay the price for these greater things. Everybody would you like to receive greater things, but few want to pay the price. This is the truth. Another, uh, another example is Moses. Moses is a great example of someone who accepted God's calling to bigger things and sacrificed. And Moses burned his blows. Yeah. I want to read Hebrews 12, 24, 26. You can follow me or read together. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, 
what he did? Refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. And he looked to the reward. Beloved brother, do you remember about Moses' story? Who was Moses? Do you remember? I think most of you, I have no time to go deeply. But Moses was the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Can you imagine who was Moses? Can you imagine? He was the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He was the successor of the world's greatest empire of that time. If you don't know. He would be the successor to take the place of Pharaoh. And, and the Bible says that he was looking for something greater. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> he could be the next Pharaoh, but said, God has something greater for me. He refused the throne of Egypt and went to live a simple life as a shepherd. You know the story. Along the people of God. But because of this decision, of his decision, he became one of the greatest men in history because he decided to live greater things with God. Amen. He refused the throne of Pharaoh. But then God said, Moses, now you are going to see greater things. And do you remember when they were before the Red Sea? What happened? Moses touched the Red Sea. What happened? Wow! Would you like to experience greater things? It, it always worth it to live something that is valuable to you, but is not part of God's plan for you. There are many things you can do, but I am here to say that's not God's plan. Living behind out of love is a demonstration of faith. And God honors those who have faith. God, God honors Amen. those who have faith. And say, God, I'm going to leave that behind. I'm going to pay the price. And God look at you and say, wow, I need to honor my, my son, or I need to honor my daughter because she's trusting me. And also Hebrews eleven six 6 says, without faith is impossible to please God. Without faith is impossible to please God. Then, beloved brothers, burning your clothes, leaving behind something valuable, shows great faith. And this is what means to live by faith. Would you like to burn your clothes? But what clothes do you have to burn in your life? I want to show now Jesus' disciples. Another example. Jesus' disciples. They were fishermen. As you know, most of them, they were fishermen. Simple people. Simple people. And Jesus goes to them and calls them for greater things. Can you imagine? Just fishermen. And Jesus goes to them and say, I have a better life for you. Let's read Matthew 4, 19 to 22. Matthew 4, 19 to 22. Please follow me and read with, together with me. Come. Follow me, Jesus said. I will send you out 
to fish oh, for people. Wow. At once, what they did? They left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately what they did? They left the boat and their father and followed Jesus. Wow. Jesus came to that fisherman and said, Follow me. <laughs> Follow me. Oh, to follow you, I have to leave everything behind. They did, they, the Bible said they didn't even thought about. Or follow me. And they immediately dropped their nets, their boats, their family, and followed Jesus. Can I ask you? Could you answer me? Please. Are you Jesus' disciple? I am asking you again. Are you literally a Jesus' disciple? Yes? What did you left behind? Hmm. Matthew, another disciple. He had one of the best jobs. Do you know Matthew? About the, the one who wrote the, the first gospel. Yeah? And Matthew, in that time, he had one of the best jobs of that time. He, he, he earned a lot of money. And he was rich, did you know? And he heard Jesus calling. Let's read now. Luke 5, 27, 28. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector. My blood brother, he was tax collector for the Romans. <laughs> he, he, he had a, a, one of the greatest jobs in that time. And his name, by the name of Levi. Levi, it was his name before Jesus called him. Sitting at his tax booth. And Jesus said to him, what? Follow me, Jesus said to him. And Levi got up, left everything and followed him. Jesus came to him, to, that, to Matthew, and says, follow me, Matthew. And he left everything. He left his work, his family. His good job. And said. I will follow you Jesus. Amen. You can count on me. Amen. Are you listening to Jesus calling today? Brother Jesus is calling you. This is the word that I have for you. God is calling you to this place. To this church. To this, this town. Monaghan town. Or, or you are listening to me right now. Because God has a plan for your life. But most of you are following just the desires of your heart and your plans. This is what God said to me. And this is why I am giving this word to you. Let's go right now to another person in the Bible. Paul the Apostle. Is another great example of a man who heard the calling of God for greater things. Acts 9, verse 3, 5 to 6. Follow me, please, there on the screen. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him for, from heaven. And he said, Paul said, who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. 
It is hard for you to kick against the good, the goats. So he, trembling and astonished, said, What he said? Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Beloved brothers, here Paul, his name was Saul. And, and Jesus comes to him and he says, Who are you, Lord? Who are you? He says, I am Jesus. And what Paul asked Jesus? What Paul say to Jesus? What do you want me to do? The first question. What do you want me to do? Jesus said, get, her, get yourself up. Go into the city. And someone there will tell you what you must do. I'm going to repeat again. Get yourself up. Go into the city. And someone will tell you what you must do. Beloved brother. You know. Maybe most of you know. Who Saul or Paul was. He was a Pharisee. A great leader in his religion. He was a great leader. He was, or... He was a very intelligent man. And Jesus go to him and say what? What did Jesus say to him? Someone will tell what you must do. Beloved brother. Someone will tell you what you must do. Paul was one scholar. Who was taught at the feet of Gamaliel. He was a very studied man, one intelligent and also very proud man. And Jesus come to him and say, now you are going to learn. Now you are going to learn. Someone will teach you. You know a lot, but you know nothing. Someone will teach you. Is what he said. Now you have to learn. You need to be under authority. And, and so Paul was discipled. If you, if you keep reading, you are going to see that he was discipled by Ananias. And, and later by Barnabas. Jesus made one invitation. Paul, I have something greater. I have something greater for you to do. Paul heard the calling. He said, yes. And he left everything behind. He left himself. Be guided by his leaders. And eventually become one of the greatest Christians in history. I know. When we come to church... No one like that. Because normally we think, I know everything. And then, because of he was so proud, Jesus said, someone will tell you what you have to do. Beloved brothers, I am here in the church for many years. And I received my calling from God. Yes, God called me. But all my ministerial calling... My, my ordination to be a pastor, to be in the ministry. And also, when I moved from Brazil to Ireland, as a missionary, was under the guidance and the direction of my pastors that were my leaders. I never did anything by myself, never, ever. All my calling, I received a calling from God. But God always, he used someone that is going to guide us. 
Can you say amen? amen? And they are still my leaders, my leaders and pastors, even today. God, call, God calls us. The calling is directed to us, at us, but God uses people to treat our character and to direct us. Many people say, no, I don't want to listen to anyone. I listen just God. This is the, a big problem. Many people don't grow on their calling because they say, I listen just God. <laughs> and Jesus said, you'd be told what you have to do. Can you say amen? Yes. Also, beloved brothers, to Abraham, in the Old Testament, God said, God told him to live, Right? In the Old Testament to Abraham, God said for him to live. But to Peter in the New Testament, Jesus said, come. Sometimes God say, live. And sometimes Jesus says, come. Let's read Matthew 14, verse 29. Jesus said, what Jesus said? Come, Peter. Then Peter left the boat and walked on the water to Jesus. Jesus said to Peter, Peter, you must break free from this place of security. Get out of this boat and come experience greater things. Jesus challenged Peter. Peter, have faith. Do not be afraid. And today Jesus is saying the same. Don't be afraid. Get out of this security. Get out of your boat. Because I have greater things. But if you stay just in your boat. In this comfortable life. You are not going to experience greater things. And you are not going to experience a supernatural life. Can you say amen? And God is telling you. Come, I have bigger things for you. Get out of your boat. Abandon your boat. Leave your nets. Because I have greater things for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved brothers, pay attention. Answering the calling of God is to demonstrate faith. Even when you don't know what will happen. And have no idea how it will end. Like Elisha. Elisha didn't know what will happen. But he said, Elijah, I will follow you. I'm going to submit. And then we know what happened. If you walk in faith, listen to what I'm saying. If you walk in faith and trust in God, you will see your life delivered and you will experience the supernatural. By trusting God, by trusting God, beloved brothers, you are placing the results in His hands. You are placing the results in God's hand. Some people never get the best of God because they do not want to abandon what holds them in the past. To live greater things, there is a price to be paid. And you must abandon many things. Most of people don't like this part. They say, okay, I want to have greater things. But I don't want to pay this price. I want to keep my life doing what I am doing. You can do whatever you want. But one day, you may regret. What, beloved brothers, psh, listen to me. What I am teaching you is not a theory. I'm not teaching a theory. Things that I don't know. Because ever since I was born again, 38 years ago, my life has been a life of renounce and surrender. I know what I'm teaching you. In order to follow God's calling, 
I had to sacrifice many things in my life. Many things I had to sacrifice. I had to leave my job when I was a successful professional. My life was okay. And for my love for Jesus, maybe you don't know, but because of my love for Jesus, I lost 80% of my salary. To become full-time pastor in the ministry. And after also more few years, I had to leave my successful church in Brazil with thousands of members and become a missionary in Ireland. Don't think I came for better. No, it was much better there. And then I had to renounce. I had to give up that church with thousands of members and people to leave my family. My mom is living there alone. She is 76 years old. And she's there alone. I had to leave her. I had to leave my disciples. I had to leave my church. I have to leave my brothers. I have to leave my friends. I had to leave everything Amen. to be here. I know what I'm preaching, teaching to you. And I'm not lying to you. And I came to start all over again. But thanks God. God has been faithful. God has been faithful. And we give him all the glory for what has been done until now. But I know this is just the beginning. Because greater things are yet to come. Amen. Amen. Do you agree? But also, not what I did in the past, but every day God calls me again to sacrifice something. Did you know? Every day God is calling me. Every day God calls me to surrender something. Every day God calls me to trust and to burn some plows. Are you listening to God? I know it's not going to be easy. But sometimes God says, this is your plow. Burn it. Destroy it. Leave it behind. If you want to live something greater, you have to evaluate the risks. <laughs> but it will be worth it. Yeah, it will be worth it. Greater things have a price. This is why I'm preaching to you. Greater things have what? Price. Greater things have a price. But if you live a mediocre life, the cost will be even greater. I want to tell you something very serious. Please pay attention. I am, I'm going to near to the end of this message. The bigger risk is not in you starting a new life. The bigger risk, the, the bigger risk is not in you starting a new life. The worst can happen. Is you never trying and staying with your same old life. That is the worst outcome. Or the worst for you. It's you staying this way that you are right now. Not jumping to something new. Some people say, oh, this is more secure. Okay, I'm going to stay this way. I'm going to keep doing. This is the worst. You're going to pay high price for not to accept God's calling. Not say yes to God. And the example of this is that rich man, young man in the Bible. Who decided to stay in his same life. 
What I'm going to read right now to you is very sad. Mark 10, 21, 22. Please follow me. Mark 10, 21, and 22. Let's read all together, please. Then Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said to him, One thing you lack. Go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. And come. Look, come. Take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful, for he had greater possession. Beloved brother, Jesus, the Bible says Jesus looked at him and loved him. Jesus looked at him and he loved him. With all his love, Jesus said to the young man, one thing still lacks in your life. One thing still lacks in your life. Burn your clothes and follow me. The same word. Burn your clothes and follow me. And what, he, what this man said... I cannot. Sorry. Jesus loved him. Jesus loved him. But he said, I cannot. I have my own plans. I'm going to follow my own plans. He didn't abandon his plans. His old life. And even after hearing a calling from Jesus himself, he decided to follow his own plans. It's a very sad story. Because this story is repeating over and over again. I have seen people that has been called by God. God has loved you. Jesus loved you. And Jesus said, come, follow me. I have a greater life for you. And what you are doing, say, Bye-bye, Jesus. I cannot follow you. I have my, my own plans to follow. I have seen this story repeating in the church. With some people that comes every Sunday, not every Sunday, might sometimes. And this story is repeating over and over again. We know what happened with Elisha. We know what happened with Elisha because he said yes for the calling. What happened with him? He received twice more of the anointing of Elisha. He received double portion of Elisha, his master. Why? Because he said yes. Also, he did twice more miracles than Elisha. The greatest of all prophets. I have a question to you. What happened to that young man who decided to follow his own way? What happened to him? Tell me. What happened? No, no one knows. No one knows. No one knows. We do not know what happened to him. Because he said, no, I do not want to burn my clothes. I cannot fall, follow this calling. He never knew what he had lost. He never knew what he had lost. Maybe you will never know what you are losing. Because you are saying no to the calling for greater things. Maybe. Burning your pros is risky. There is no going back. Following Christ 
has a price. Greater things have a price. Beloved brothers, pay attention. I'm not talking about salvation. Because you pay nothing to receive salvation, right? You pay nothing to receive salvation. Your salvation comes by faith. But following Christ has a price. Did you know? Following Christ has a price. Renunciation, obedience. Obedience to God, obedience to authorities, faith, surrender, humiliation, repentance. Because if you don't repent, there is no salvation. There is a price to be paid. Following Christ is expensive. But how much more we do pay if we decide not to follow Christ? It's expensive. But how you are going to pay? I know many people. They are paying very high price. Their life are destroyed today. Their marriage are destroyed. Because they didn't listen to us. They entered in the relationship without. According to their own will. And their life today are destroyed. From the point of view. Or from the point of view of faith, the price for not following Jesus is eternal condemnation. Okay? I'm going to repeat to you. From the point of view of faith, the price is eternal condemnation. From the point of view of faith. But from the point of view of Christian life, how much does it cost? us to say no to Jesus. Remember, after salvation, God has a plans for all of us. God has something for you to accomplish. It's not just to be saved. You are saved by grace. After your salvation, God has something for you to do. Do you agree? God has something for you to do in this nation. God has something for you to do here in Monaghan. God has something for you to do in this church. Yeah. yeah. But some people say, no, I am very busy with my things. Okay, follow your own life. But one day you will regret for that. God has greater things for all of us. God has called us. He wants you more involved in his kingdom. God wants to take you on a greater spiritual level. Can you imagine what happens if you say no to your calling? Maybe he will show you his plans and ask you one day. One day, what did you do with the gifts that I gave you? Maybe one day you are going to be for him. What did you do with the gift that I gave you? Oh, Lord. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to use my gifts. I didn't, even, I didn't like to go to church, to meetings. I, have my, I had my own plans there. God. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had many things. Maybe, how did you use your time that I gave you? <gasps> yeah, how did you use your time that I gave you? I gave you 24 hours a day. 365 days a year. What did you do? Oh, I worked. I did my stuff. I, I married. I had children. I bought two, two houses. One here, not on the beach. You can only imagine the disappointment, sadness, and regret for not having accepted to live the calling of God here on this earth. Beloved brothers, Elisha and the rich man 
was called by God. Both. One said yes. And do you know this story? The other said no. No one knows. What? Please, you have to give one answer. What are you going to do with the life that God gave you? What are you going to do? Are you going to keep living this kind of life you are living? You don't spend your time in God's word, reading the Bible. You don't go to the cell meetings. You have no time. You don't go to any church meetings because you have your stuff. One day you, you repent. You don't preach the gospel. You don't say to others about the Lord. Because Elisha said yes, we see a great history about his life and miracles that the Bible told us. Your name, maybe you'll be registered in history that you touched many people's lives. Or... As I told you in the last message, maybe in a few years, no one will notice about you. Because you didn't do anything. You didn't bless people. You were a lazy person. And, and, and no one will notice, even if you moved from this town to another. Because you never used your life to God's glory. The cost of following Jesus Christ. Pay attention. The cost of following Christ is great. But the cost of not following Christ will be even greater. It's great, the price, to follow Jesus. I know the price I have paid. But I know it's going to be greater if you don't accept Jesus' calling. Would you stand up, please? Don't move right now. Please don't move because I didn't finish. And we are going to pray. But what is your answer to God today? Don't say to me you have no calling. Please. <laughs> don't say to me. I told you, I taught you in the last teaching. All of us received the calling. But how you are going to answer God's calling? Don't say to me. Doesn't matter how old you are. If you are a young man, a teenager, many people were called teenager and they are serving Lord today, 60 years later. Doesn't matter. What is your answer that you are going to give to God today? The first step, the first step. Is to be sure that you are a true born believer. This is the first step. Are you a true born believer? Have you given your life to Jesus and said, God, you are my Lord and Savior. Maybe you you need to take this decision today. Jesus, I need to give my life to you today. Because I am not a true believer. I am in the church, but I am not a true believer. Because you never gave testimony of Jesus. The second step, if you are a true believer, is to fulfill your calling. If you are a true believer, you have a calling to fulfill. Jesus says, come and follow me. But he will not not force you. You will have to surrender, to give up your life and to live for him. Close your eyes, please. He will not force you. But you need to surrender. And you need to say to him, Jesus, I am here. I listen to your word. Maybe one day can be late for you to regret or to repent. Please. Pray right now. Please pray right now.
Because one day you will repent of this decision. Give up your life for him. You have to leave your old life behind to reach this new life. God wants you to burn your connections with the things of this world. Please pray right now. Because God told me that there are some people in church. They are divided between two loves. They are divided between the world and the church. They are they love the world, the things of this world, the music of this world. They, they are loving the things of this world, but they are loving God us. This is so terrible. You are serving two masters. You, you have to renounce one of them. God wants you to burn your connection with the things of this world today. You have to repent from your sins and say, God, I am sorry. Father, we pray, Lord. I pray for all those who are here today. Lord, we received your word, Lord. And Lord, I am here to say, I want to follow you. What is your answer? Are you going to follow Jesus' calling? I'm asking you again. What are you going to say to Jesus' calling? For the plans that he has for your life. Please pray right now and say to him, not to me. You have to renounce. Because to experience greater things, you have to break up with your past. You have to say no to sin. You have to humiliate yourself. To ask for forgiveness. To take the pride out of your life. And to recognize your sins. Please. Do it now. He's listening to you. He loves you. And he's saying please follow me. You have to give up many things and obey the calling of God. But you will lose much more if you decide to stick to your old plans and your pride. Let's pray. God is calling you. Answer to him right now. Please, if you want to say yes to God's calling. All of you who is here or listening to me through the internet. I want you to, ra to raise both hands and say, Lord, I am here. I want to follow you. Yes. Where you are right now. He's watching you. He can see you. Say to him, Lord, I am here to obey your calling. Yes, and pray a simple prayer and say, Lord, I am here. I want to follow you. Because he's listening to you. He's, he can see that you are raising your hands to him today. Amen. Say to him, say, I don't want to be lazy anymore, Father. I want to follow you with true heart. Lord, I pray for all of those who are here. Those who are raising up their hands. Amen. Renewing their calling, Lord. And, and saying yes to you, Lord. I bless all of them, Lord. In Jesus' name, I thank you for all of those. And I declare you are, going to, you are going to give them a greater life, a better life. Lord, forgive them all their sins, Lord. And help us, Lord, to fulfill our calling. Lord, I, you love us. You called us. And I am here. We are here to say, you can count on me, Lord. You can count on us. And Lord, I bless all those who are listening to 
to me right now. I declare Holy Spirit to touch their lives. Anoint them. Use their lives. I declare from today on. They are going to be. Oh, they are going to live a greater life. One supernatural life. And through the Holy Spirit Lord. They are going to do greater things Lord. Because you are a great God Lord. In Jesus name I pray. And I bless all my brothers and sisters. And I declare we are going to do your will, Lord. And we are going to fulfill our calling. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody say amen, amen and amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. Uh, for you to fulfill his calling. And you are going to write a beautiful story. In Monaghan, in Ireland, wherever you are, you are going to, to write a beautiful story. Amen? May the Lord bless and keep you and see you next week with, I think, the last message of this series. God bless you.